Is it spring yet? Uh, no, it doesn't appear to be, either officially or uh, Fahrenheitedly. Any rate, this is C.D. Kaplan, but I'm here, uh, the culture maven, and uh, guess what? I got another review for you. Who'd have thunk it? Oh yeah, that's why you're here. Any rate, if we know owe, if we owe nothing else to Mel Brooks, and truth be told, we owe him a lot. He has entertained us for decades. But if nothing else, we learned in History of the World Part One that there were originally fifteen commandments that Moses schlepped down from Mount Sinai. Uh, but he dropped one of the tablets along the way. Uh, so it's uh, ten it's been. And who knew that until Mel shared the truth? Not in the good book. It's not in there. Only Mel. Uh, plus there's the historical anecdote that a couple of Mel Brooks movies, two that I consider in the top ten comedies of uh, forever, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, were released in the same year, 1974. And that, my friends, is some kind of creativity. But that, my friends, was a long time ago. So even though the dude is now 95, and uh, like a lot of us Altacockers, uh, obviously past his prime, and not to mention the fact that he has had to deal with losing his beloved bride, Anne Bancroft, uh, and his uh, bestie, Carl Reiner, he still must have something in the tank, right? Okay, my favorite quote about what it is to be married and be in love is from Anne Bancroft, who said she still got chills when she heard him coming home and the key turning the lock. Oh, I love that. Any rate, so does he have something left in the tank? Uh, to find out, I anxiously tuned into the new Hulu sequel to that history lesson, now cleverly dubbed History of the World Part Two. Uh, so what you get here is familiar sketch comedy, informed by the Borscht Belt, of course. Uh, makes sense since Mel Brooks was an integral part of Sid Caesar's show of shows, and that's the TV gold standard of all shtick all the time sketch comedy. Uh, here there are serialized episodes about Kublai Khan and U.S. Grant and the Romanovs and the discovery of fire, etc., etc., etc. There's lots of pushing the limits poo-poo caca humor, uh, some perverse, uh, like Alexander Graham Bell stooping the telephone. Uh, does it work? Well, in places, but mostly I'm sad to report this guy's opinion it's not up to the Mel Brooks standards we know from back in the day. Uh, there are laughs, yes, but, uh, oh my, I thought there'd be more. Uh, he, he is, to his credit, only one of the, and 95, he is one of the 16 writers, so he's not the only one to blame. Uh, it's an eight-part series of half-an-hour episodes. He narrates... Uh, he appears on screen in the opening exercise. His body enhanced to buffness with CGI. Uh, and, and how much did it leave me uh, mad? Well, I watched three episodes only uh, and then set it aside. Of course, the NCAA intervened, and I'm a hoopaholic, and so that stole my attention. So I figure I'll return to it, but the reality that I'm throwing a kind of probably around here 
is a symptom of how underenthused I am, and it is sad. Uh, the reviews by top critics across the land, I went to Rotten Tomatoes, have generally been more favorable than my lukewarm take. If you are a Mel Brooks fan, it's certainly worth a look. And if you've never seen Young Frankenstein, do it. It's available on HBO Max. See it. And if you've never seen an uncut version of Blading Saddles, uh, didn't Brooks choke like uh, when they show it on TV, even cable, it's like only 45 minutes long. If you've never seen an uncut version of Blading Saddles, do that too. It can be viewed on Amazon Prime. History of the World, Part 2. This is C.D. Kaplan, the culture maven on film.